When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Me oh, hi. Welcome back, you guys. Thanks for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Steve, we're getting some emails. Uh, you had put out the bat signal for people to tell us where they are listening. So they're checking in from all over the place. I will be honest. I'm so happy to hear from everybody. I was really just talking to our international, international? listeners. No. But, but, hey, Ginny, thank you for listening in Woodbury. <laughs> also, uh, somebody, I think you said, somebody from Eden Prairie. Jenny in Egan. How about Jenna in Colorado? No, I like that. Cannon Falls might as well be a foreign country, says Susie. Also, Salt Lake uh, City, come on. We did have a Utah listener. We asked we had a Utah listener. Yes, Salt Lake. Also, Chad sent us this email. I'm going to read it because I responded. It said, Blind Chad from Colorado checking in. Hi, Blind Chad. 84 degrees and sunny today. Love the show, Chad. So I responded with, can you tell me more about the name Blind Chad? Are you visually impaired? Did you sign it, Dumb Steve? Wait. (laughs) <laughs> is there something, is there an obvious, is there a joke there that I no, don't no, know? No, 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 oh, okay. no, not at all. No, okay. I didn't mean no. dumb Steve because you didn't like, get the oh, joke. Okay. I just meant in general. <laughs> okay. <laughs> no, I just cited no, no. Steve. That's, huh. That's cute. Wonder what's up. Yeah, give us more on that, I want, Chad. Because if he's blind, is he emailing just through voice? Because there was a nice spacing between each line. That's a great question. We're about to find out. Yeah. BC is going to email back. All right. While BC emails back, I would like to tell you all that I watched 80 for Brady. Oh, did you now? Yeah. Anybody else watch it? Nope. No. Anybody else going to watch it? I don't know about that. Probably not. All right. It was cute. I mean, it's exactly what you think it's going to be. It's just a cute movie about older women who happen to be fans of Tom Brady and the New England Patriots. You might like it because they're playing Pittsburgh. Leave my Steelers. I'm just telling you. They probably beat him. Don't worry about it. But anyway, it's cute. There's a side story going on. You know, there's cameos. It's adorable. Uh, A little too long. Okay. Here we go. Uh, We've rounded the corner of the review, everybody. What was the lighting like? Uh, The lighting was not bad, actually. Not dark. No, it was not dark at all. Uh, It was just a cute... Friend movie. This stars Jane Fonda. Yep. Sally Field. Correct. Lily Tomlin. Correct. 
and Dame Judy Dench? Nope. Who's the fourth? Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, These are the ones Sally I've said. Field. Oh, no. Is there a fourth woman? Yes, Rita Moreno. There it is. Yes. And they're adorable. And <laughs> Sally Field is only like 70 or 75 when the movie came out. So she changed her shirt from 80 for Brady. Like she crossed it out and put uh, 70. It's my cute. question is, of those female characters, who do you see yourself most in? Great question. Maybe Sally Field. And say more. Although I'm a little more vain than her character is. Like Jane Fonda is kind of like the vixen, you know? Is that you? Don't think so. Okay. No, I don't think that's me. I'm not that bold. Yeah, you put you put lipstick on just to go get the mail. That's a true story. That is a true story, but it's not because I'm trying to attract the opposite sex. It's because it makes me feel good. Yeah. Makes me feel more that. confident. I hear that, Queen. Just it's to the mailbox part that's weird for most people. But but, but if my neighbors are coming out or somebody's walking from, you know, the other side of the neighborhood and then I have to talk to them, I don't want sure. to be caught off guard. I hear that. Gotta have mascara. I won't even go on my morning walks without foundation, lipstick, mascara. Have I ever seen you without any makeup? Eye makeup. For sure. Without eye makeup? Yeah. Okay. Because you do a natural look with your makeup. Thank you. (laughs) (laughs) And then Donna, just imagine her neighbors, too. They come back in from getting the mail. Woo! What's going on? What's happening? I just saw Donna. But if I am going out or doing something then and I'm getting hair and makeup, I'm like... Make me look like a drag queen. I don't care. Give me as much makeup as you possibly can. Thank you. Anyway, you cute like movie. Mimi from uh, the Drew Carey show. Totally. The blue <laughs> eyeshadow up to my eyebrows. Um, 80 for Brady. It's streaming. I can't remember where. I'm sorry, but it's it's one of the biggies. We're not here to spoon feed the audience, Thank Donna. you. We want to teach a man to fish. You know, we're teaching them to Google. Paramount Plus. You. Thank you. Thank you, Mike. Zamboni cleaning up again. Uh, Let's talk about the Barbie movie. I don't think you were... Were you here when we listened to the... Or watched? No, I was not. The the trailer, it looks really well done. I was asking the question this morning, is the Barbie movie going to be really good? Margot Robbie says, the first time I read the Barbie script, my reaction was, ah, this is so good. What a shame it will never see the light of day because they're never going to let us make this movie. But they did. When she was asked for more details, Margot said, can't tell you. On a similar note, Simu Liu mm-hmm. took the gig after his agent read the script and told him, and this is where I was taken aback. The agent read the script and told him, if I could stake my career on any one script, it's the Barbie script. I really think you should do it. Wow. If I could stake my career on any one script, it's the Barbie script. That's a sentence. Yeah. A package of sentences no one ever thought would be said by an agent. You know, we would play the trailer again for you, but from my recollection, there were lots of innuendos that were yeah. like way too obvious. The entire, oh. yeah, the very the end ent- of it. That's <laughs> yes, it just... Oh, is it Barbie for a for a more mature audience? Yes, this, movie? this is not for little girls. I bet you little girls are going to want to go. 
You know, some of the jokes may be over their head. I'm hoping so, yeah. It was just that very awkward last part of that trailer where apparently if you're like going to get in a fight with somebody, uh, Steve, yeah. you have like, or you're going to like get an art, you have a beach off. And they repeatedly go back and forth saying that quickly about they're going to do that to each other. And uh, yeah, it got really awkward at the end of a Barbie trailer. Yes, oh. yes. It sounded like something else. Yeah. 11 11 make a wish. Interesting. Yeah. So yeah, I think I think that is a movie I might see. Okay. Thank you. It does have a lot of those little nostalgic moments, like when she's walking out of her shoes and then her feet, you know, are exactly like the Barbies are, where they <laughs> yeah. never said like they has right. that little like it's a lot of it feels very similar to when you watch the Super Mario Brothers trailer, where it's like, oh, I remember that, or oh, right. this is a little you know reference to it's gonna be a good nostalgic movie. Aww. The, they did a great job with Ken and Barbie in, stay with me on this, but Toy Story 3. Oh, yeah. Because there's a lot of just straight arm walking. Yeah. And, yes. and, uh, yes. and Michael Keaton plays Ken. <laughs> and at one point, Barbie, as a part of a coup, trying to get Ken to their side, like, you know, holds him hostage. And he was doing a fashion show this. for her. It's very funny. Very cute. Very, funny. very cute. Um, Some more shout outs to people listening from other places. It's 305. Uh, Nola is listening in Fort Myers, Florida. All right. That's yeah. where my grandmother lives. Uh, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, Jana is listening in Iowa. Just moved there from Roseville. Nice. Last August. Kim uh, says the Nike movie is so good. We've got Fairmount. Dan is Fairmount. listening in Wisconsin. Thanks, Dan. And then, Chad, we're waiting to hear back from you. Chad, what's your story, man? Chad in Colorado. We want to get to know you. Definitely. All right, we got to go. I'm going to leave just briefly. I'm okay. going to be right back. When we return, we never got to this story yesterday, and we're sorry about that. But we were talking, we did a deep tease. You teased it in the 9 a.m. hour I yesterday. know, Steve. Oh, no. And it's a story about Major League Baseball and why there are more home runs being hit. And it is not at all why you're thinking. Correct. Plus, a uh, cool story about Sarah Paulson and her early days acting alongside Pedro Pascal, which I thought was a really fun story. We'll get into it all, we think, when we return. It's done. And Steve, it's my talk. Oh, hey, guys, it's me, Donna for Spire. Let me try that again. Donna for Spire Credit Union. Nice start. Thank you, Steve. Uh, they've got 22 locations now, and I know you've probably seen a branch in your own neighborhood or at least a billboard telling you that one is nearby. I happen to be a member of Spire. I've got a share savings account, but I got to tell you, they offer so much more. They also offer money market savings, free checking. Plus, we're talking about all the convenience services, which are free, by the way. I'm talking about things like digital banking, mobile app, mobile wallet, remote deposit, mobile banking, so much more. And by the way, when it comes to loans, they've got low rates at Spire. Auto loans, for example, new or used vehicles, Spire gets the loan done fast and they'll get you more car for your money. But wait, there's more. Spire offers extended warranty plans with much better coverage and lower rates than the dealer. Uh, Find out more at myspire.com, insured by NCUA. Welcome back and thank you for listening. It's Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Where talk is fun, you know what I'm saying? Totally big sis. Yeah, thanks, little bro. Hmm. Hey bruh. Not bad. What up, sis? What up, bruh? Hey lady. Hey brother from another mother. If I call my pat if I if I call my pappy, if I call me pappy, could we call you Grammy? 
I'm asking. I call I myself Pat Pat. I think you know the <laughs> well, answer Well, the silence that. certainly answered that. Mm-hmm. I thought it's like studies, a, have shown uh, that studies have shown that the microbial... Several long-term studies have shown... They've studied the studies. Several scientific studies have shown... And here with their findings are study buddies... The perfect nerd couple... Donna and Steve. We've test-driven Mima and Pat Pap. The test drive didn't go well. It crashed and it burned, but still... Baseball players are hitting 50 more home runs per year. Did nice. you know that? Now, that means, I think, across like Major League Baseball, not Correct. like individual players right. are going like from if you 10 were to 60. To add them all up, yes. This is coming out of uh, Dartmouth College. Never heard of it. Very smart people there. They're saying that climate change is responsible for the approximately 50 more home runs per season. Here's the reason. Right, here we go. Bernie Sanders is here, everybody. It's a Wait. joke. That's a joke. Don't email me. <laughs> Just cool it, everybody. Nothing we say is ever political. Just so you know. Yeah. I don't think. Sometimes they'll interpret it that way, though. I they know, will right? let us know. Correct. Freedom of speech. When air heats up, the molecules move faster and away from each other, making the air less dense. Yes. It's kind of like in Colorado, the mile-high city of Denver, where more home runs are hit there at that ballpark. Correct. Exactly. It means less resistance, allowing the ball to go farther. Supposedly, there's a um, 1% increase in the likelihood of a home run with every degree the air warms. Interesting. Uh... I'd like to say something about the warmth. Ladies and gentlemen, now here to offer her sharp commentary on the warmth, Donna Valentine. So, you know how you have like a sliding glass door and some people put like a broom handle in there just to give it a little more security from somebody trying to break in or whatever. We'll never figure that out. Yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know how they're going to break the door. I mean, probably just with like a little a sledgehammer. Ching. Not a sledge. You don't need a sledgehammer. Well, that, it's not the same as like your windshield, right? It's not just going to crack and fall. I don't know. I bet you could get in there with not a ton. I don't. I think it's much less than a sledgehammer. Oh, have I robbed a couple of houses? Who among us hasn't? <laughs> Continue. Boy, has that thing expanded. The broom handle. It's not a broom handle. It's it's a piece of wood that was cut to size i had a heck of a time trying to get that sucker out of there the other day when i wanted to open windows and doors you mean not lengthwise but thickness wise did it grow thicker or longer i think thicker all right so i tried to get it out of there and i'm getting like hi everybody this is adriana trajani i'm the host of you are what you read i have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now we get everybody from sarah jessica parker to Kristen Hanna, mitch album Susie essman craig ferguson rain wilson amor tolls you name it they come they share new episodes of you are what you read drop every tuesday on apple spotify or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Screwdriver to get underneath it. And wow. boy, I mean, just a little humidity goes a long way. Yeah, yeah. Stuff swells. Wood, wood, yes. wood, wood, wood swells. I had swollen wood in my kitchen. <laughs> in two places because they have two doors this used to happen <laughs> when I would fly with a, like a guitar a guitar over the summer could expand there's a, the, the wood response wood does it responds to I think even moisture in the air I slapped the I slapped the console and it shut my computer completely off. I think you just figured out a new technology. Move on. If you like the clapper, you'll love the slapper. Want your TV to turn off? Just slap your wall. Tired of that lamp being on? This is how people make millions. Huh. It all started with swollen wood. It's not going back on. All right. Can I get an engineer? Thank you. I don't remember what my other study was, so I'm just going to take off. Sarah Paulson gave Pedro Pascal her acting pay so that he'd have money to feed himself as a struggling actor. Isn't that cool? Yeah. That's pretty fun. They've been friends for a long time. They first met in 1993 when Pascal came to New York City as a student at NYU's Tisch School of the Arts. Mm. And she said, uh, Sarah Paulson said, We'd go to see movies all the time in those years, and we would get so lost in them. You can fill in the blanks about the why of that, however you like. But I think there were things that we wanted to escape mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So then after college, Variety writes, this is from an Esquire article. Um, Pascal then moved to L.A. to try to make it as an actor. And he landed some TV work, Buffy the Vampire, uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Touched by an Angel, Undressed. But not enough for him to pay the bills. So he moved back to New York and tried again in the year 2000. And she said, look, he's talked about this publicly, but there were times when I would give him my per diem from a job that I was working just so he could have the money to feed himself. Aw. But that, I anybody would do that for a friend, I would hope, right? You know what? Actually, I, I won't say who, but when I was working on Ring Nation, one of the people on the team there um, helped out someone else on the team and gave that per... Somebody was getting per diem. Right. And they and, helped and the that other... Means Money to eat for the day, right. you know, they just give you a little bit of spending money. And so it was like a hundred bucks a day and he just w- was giving it to it. this other person just because that person didn't have it and they were in a, under different deals and stuff like that. That's so nice. Yeah, it was cool. So nice. Um, but anyways, I didn't know that about, and now Pedro Pascal is like, everybody wants a piece of him. The Last of Us, Mandalorian. Who knows what's next for him? Oh, he could be... I think he could do anything at this point. Sarah Paulson thinks that he should be kind of the new leading man in romantic comedies. I could see that. Even like oh, action sure. comedies, romantic Abs- comedies. Absolutely. I could see that. I'm ready for him to take the reins from guys from romantic comedies past like Bruce Willis and Mel Gibson and all these guys. He can be all that. Let's remake Die Hard with Pedro. Remake all the Lethal Weapon movies with Pedro. Love it. Oh. I'm going to dance. Yeah. Uh, my computer's still off. Uh oh. It's a real problem. Try slapping it again. Still off. Yep.
Well, you always have all sorts of reasons to stick around. We'll all find out if Donna's computer comes back on. But when we come back, we're going to play one of our favorite games. Whose voice is it anyway? Celebrity edition. That's next. My turn. Hey again, it is Rocco for MNFatLoss.com. I just got stopped in the hall by a coworker. I said, Rocco, you look really thin. I'm like, yep, it's all due to MNFatLoss.com where you, like me, could lose up to a pound a day. I'm serious. That is what is happening to me. I woke up, I weighed myself this morning. I am like more than a pound down from yesterday. And I'm doing it by eating real foods that I like. I'm not counting calories. I'm not counting points. I'm not eating pre-packaged meals. I didn't do surgery. I didn't do hypnosis. I did the weight loss plan at mnfatloss.com. And you could too. I mean, seriously, I started this St. Patrick's Day. It's about three and a half weeks ago. I am down 20 pounds from where I was that day. And I love it. I encourage you to lose up to a pound a day at mnfatloss.com. Results may vary. All right, we're back. All right, we're back up and running. There's nothing to see here. Sure there is. Donna and Steve show. What? Donna slapped the table. Her computer goes off. Then she says, oh, no, what am I going to do? And then she goes down below the desk, uh, this on the other side of the desk from me, and then she turns my computer off, <laughs> powers it off. Thank goodness I wasn't in the middle of something. It powers off outside of a radio show. Then she pulls herself back up. Now I just see her eyes looking at me over the desk. And then she says, instead of, oh, no, let me go back down and see what I can do. She said, me go wee wee. You fix it and I'll bring you a snack. That's a quote, everybody. She then left the room. I then started working on it. Mike came over. We started working on it. I was pushing in wires in the back, looking at blah, blah, blah. Thank you, guys. Then she comes back in. And it turned out it was just a cable that was disconnected. But whatever you did, I was unable to do. But I will say this. You did not bring a snack. I uh, got one in it right here. Hold on. Don't pull anything out of your bag, Donna. <laughs> Mike, you missed it. We have a game to play. But earlier today, okay. before you joined us, yep. segment one started the show. We're talking about the record-setting heat that the Twin Cities mm-hmm. is expecting today. Could go into the mid-80s. Donna then having lost interest, reached into a giant paper bag, pulled out Activia, whatever that's normal, a banana, just Mm -hmm. starts now, she's shifted into, I'm going to eat now, because she's doing this intermittent fasting. She pulls out an old shredded Parmesan cheese container. Yep. (laughs) Inside of it was almond chocolate milk, which she drank it from the shredded Parmesan cheese container. It was, of all the things I've seen her do, and she plays it off like, what? You're the weird one. She she gaslights you in these situations. Did it have a big end and a little grated end with the little dots on it? Which oh, side no, did you need? Oh, no. Okay. No, no. <laughs> no, not the two. <laughs> yeah. Did she drink it out of the sprinkles or out of the, I'm pouring it into a pot? <laughs> That's what I was wondering. No. No, no this no. was like the little, the small bowl-like thing with the plastic sure. pot. Like a cottage cheese okay, container. Sure. Got yes. It, got it. Okay. It's what makes me unique. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we don't have an intro for this game. We should, because I think we're going to keep yeah, doing it. Yeah, we'll have to ask Rocco right. to do it. But how about, whose voice is, is it, it anyway? 
anyway. With your host, the Big Zamboni. Yes, let's play the game. If you haven't heard this one before, it's pretty simple. We go ahead and go back and forth bidding on how many seconds it's going to take for them to name the celebrity based on their voice and uh, a slight little clue that I'll give them. They can uh, start the bidding at uh, like 10 seconds and work their way down. They'll then hear that celebrity for that many seconds. And uh, if they get it right, they get a point. If they get it wrong, their opponent gets the point after the first two. If somebody's trailing by two, they then have an opportunity to get a voice in one second to force a tiebreaker. Otherwise, uh, the other person will become the winner. Okay. Very simple. Yeah. You ready to do it? We're going to start with this one. I'll uh, get the little coin flipping app out here. Okay. Okay. Flipping a coin. Somebody call it. Good, Steve. Heads. Always heads. Tails. Nice. Tails. So uh, it's going to be Donna starting the bidding here for this first voice. And your clue is. Foreign-born star who has done a bit of everything for decades. Again, foreign-born star who has done a bit of everything for decades. Now, again, these clues aren't supposed to necessarily give anything away. They're just a little bit of a nibble at the person before we hear the voice. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in four seconds. Name that voice! I just want to go on the record. That I already think it's Hugh Jackman, but I'll play I'll play this out and see if I'm right. All right. That's not fair. Here we go. Again, the clue for this one. Foreign-born star who has done a bit of everything for decades. Four seconds. Crap. Steve, name this voice. The the monster, and then you look down and you see this. Okay, I know this. Oh my gosh. Oh, Nikes! Oh, I know this voice. Oh, gosh, darn it. Why did you say four, you imbecile? That was just you being arrogant. You could have said six. Crap. Son of a gun. I screwed up. I don't know. Need a guess. Anything? Michael Caine. You're going to stick with? Okay. Incorrect. Don, do you have any thoughts? Before I play it again for the listeners. Um, Foreign-born star. Foreign-born star. Done a bit of everything for decades. For decades. Mel Gibson. Also incorrect, but you do get the point because Steve got it wrong. Here for the My Talkers, we'll play this back. The the monster, and then you look down, and you see this precious thing. Is it William Shatner? Yes, it is William Shatner. Dang. Earth, and you see death and life. There he is. Foreign-born, eh? Canadian, yep, exactly. Oh. oh, well, what a world! <laughs> Son of a god! All right, with right that, there, with that, it is a one-zero lead for Donna, who, by the way, I think has pretty much dominated this game, crushing me. Uh, even when you were gone, she. Oh, I should have pulled up the clip. You got the hail mary. I'll see if I can oh, get that, that so clip. Good. But that was unreal. I'll find it here before we get done with this. Okay. Um, but uh, we've got another one here. So the first name, first voice goes the way of Donna after Steve cannot correctly name it in four seconds. Here is your second clue for the second voice. It's going to be Steve starting the bidding with this clue. Veteran actor, forever known for one TV role. Mm. Veteran actor, forever known for one TV role. I can name that voice in nine seconds. I can name that voice in eight seconds. I can name that voice in seven seconds. I can name it in five. Name 
that voice. All right, she's going back to her old strategy. Let's see how it works out. Again, the clue for this one. Veteran actor forever known for one TV role here. Donna is your voice for five seconds. Well, that it was a lot more difficult than I thought, but looking at it, I said, this is something to come back to the theater. Mm. Looking at it, I thought, mm. I come back to the theater well, for the one role. Difficult. Patrick Dempsey. Unfortunately not. Steve, do you have a guess? I don't. I need to hear that again. I'm going to roll this back just a little bit further so we hear him pronounce one word, and that word is huge. When you hear that, let's see what you say. Okay. be a part of it if I want to go back to theater. And I have to admit that it wasn't a huge... um... Does that give it away? I thought it was going to. Mm. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I think I know now. James Gandolfini. That's exactly right. Yes. Good one. That is correct. I was like, well, we know he's from the East Coast if he's saying huge. Yeah. Yep. Dang. And then obviously forever known because we lost him far too soon. But uh, yeah, that was uh, that was that one there. All right, we got a tie, and right? We got a tie. But uh, it's amazing when he doesn't go into the heavy Tony Soprano accent, how he doesn't really sound like Tony Soprano. Does right. Tony Soprano kind of go higher, higher voice? No, like no. Just very more Looking New Jersey. Said, this is like, something to come back to the theater with. Because he's way the way deeper. he says theater too. He says theater, yeah. not theater. And this might just be he's not very animated. He's just he's kind of sitting there guy. doing an interview. But yeah, when he does the uh, Damn it. yeah soprano. All right, all okay, right. so here we go. That means we're going down to this one to decide it. Let's go. And uh, your clue for the final one is we are all knotted up at one apiece. Here we go. Your clue is singer, songwriter, and TV personality. Singer, songwriter, TV personality. It's going to be Donna starting the bidding. What was the clue again? TV? Singer, songwriter, and TV personality. I'm. I can name that voice. I think in five seconds. Shishka Bob. Oh, I gotta really think about this now. What I'm battling with is if it's someone recent, I feel really strong. If it's someone far away, I don't feel really strong. Donna. I can name that voice in four seconds. I can name that voice in three seconds. Whoa. Name that voice! Yeah. She went Whoa. for it. Come All right. on. Here we go. Uh, so three seconds a, comes and goes quick. Three seconds. Wow, that is strong. Here we go. Come You've on. got three seconds. And again, your clue, singer, songwriter, and TV personality. Are you ready, Donna? Yes. Here we go. And he started making like record beats with it. It was very impressive. And I was like, by the way. Oh, three no. seconds. Uh, Kelly Clarkson. I'm Kelly Clarkson! I'm sorry, that is incorrect. (laughs) Steve, did you have any idea on that one? I mean, she sounds like Nicki Minaj. Yes. Record beats with it. It was very impressive. And I was like, by the way, I can rap. And he was like, what? And I was like, I can rap. So the first verse should be like, it's pretty clear. I ain't no size two. And we were just like giggling. We were like, I ain't no size two. That didn't give it away? Is that Cardi B? It's Megan Trainor. What? Megan Trainer talking about all about that base. About that base. No about trouble. that base. Well, you really? win. There you go, Steve. You got the victory. Yay. Donna, knock, knock. Who is it? Eh. Eh, who? Eat it! 
by the way, I did just want to pull this up because uh, this is the uh, point where Donna got the Hail Mary last week. Okay, here. Are okay. you ready for yeah, this? Epic sound. Yeah. Oh, you're good. How are you multitasking audio? Would you professional. gotten this? That sort of charming... That's literally what she heard, no. and she goes, Absolutely. Uh, Taylor Swift nailed it. Unbelievable. Donna. Yes, and that was to bring it back from the tiebreaker and then ultimately get the victory. Congratulations. Yeah. Wow. By the way, here was our one-second clue for today, if we would have had to go to it. Okay, this is Both the tiebreaker. Both of you, yeah, ring in Let's with play your buzzer. Fun, Donna. Sure, ring in with your name. That's your buzzer. Here we go. Matt drives me crazy. Donna! Yep. Ben Affleck. No. That's who I was going to say. Oh, Wow. The one second. Play that again. Okay, it was just the one second of it, but again, it is right here for you. I was getting my makeup on for you. Matt drives me crazy. Anyway. Adam Sandler. Adam Sandler. Oh, oh, the one second. Damn. Man, that go. was good. What that was fun. I wonder how people are doing at home. Who Not are playing, playing this game. Oh. Just in general, how's Still everybody doing, well? doing? Wow, that was fun. That was Thank really you, Miguel. Good. Thank you, you so yes, much. Oh, I love it. Well, uh, everybody's getting a little bit hungry. It's almost lunchtime, which means we got to call and find out what the soup is. And also, bad news if you are one of the writers for fortune cookies. Oh, no. <laughs> okay. Deep tease. Not we- deep, but weird. Good, decent. Yeah. We'll be back. Okay. Hey, it is Rocco back again for Crescent Tide Cremation Services. You might find it odd that I talk about end-of-life stuff every day, but you know what? In my family, we do talk about end-of-life stuff. My mom told my sister and uh, me that she went in pre-planned, pre-paid for a simple cremation uh, with Lisa at Crescent Tide. Why'd she do that? Well, I think like a lot of people... She doesn't want a big, stuffy, expensive funeral. She kind of wants a simple cremation and then a a celebration that more fits her uh, personality. And that's what uh, we will do someday. And it's going to be all paid for and everything, uh, thanks to my mom. Um, uh, Crescent Tide, Lisa and Verlin, it's just a small St. Paul uh, family-run business. They want me to tell you, it's not just pre-paying and pre-planning like uh, my mom did. If you look at their Google reviews, which are pretty much perfect, you'll see that family after family when a death occurred Crescent Tide took care of it and they did so in a calm, courteous, sympathetic manner they are great CrescentTide.com Baby, Hey everybody Woo! It is uh, just about the final stretch of the Donna and Steve show on My Talk 1071 where talk is fun Hey! Hey man! It's almost lunchtime. Woo! You know what that means Not yet. Alright Now I offered that we could go get sushi today I'm we thinking can get on it. I'm thinking the first time or whatever. Okay, okay. But I don't know if I want to do it. I don't know if I want sushi. Oh, I know I want sushi. Oh, you do? I just don't know if I want to. Why don't you go get it? Be there. And I will enjoy it as well. I'll tell you what. You want to do make a deal? I know what you're going to do. Well, we've been trying you're to make this give, deal. You're going to give me your work to do after the show. Well, I whilst would, I would be doing get. other work. I would be driving, parking. Have you seen parking lately? I'd be parking. I'd be going in. Will you be paying? So if I do that, mm-hmm. you'll do all three hours of the podcast. Mm. Descriptions and everything. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. No. 
All right, let me ask you this. Abort. Wait, hang on. Abort mission. Hang on, though. Okay. What if instead you buy? I'll do the podcast. Do I have to go get it, too? That's correct. Yeah, I don't have time for that. You do. It would be during the time that you would normally do the podcast. (laughs) I don't want to get in my car and drive and then... Go pick out the wrong sushi, come back, hear you bitch about it. No, hey, you thought of one. Oh, oh, sorry. Hi, everybody. Language. Um, Okay, what, want want me to go get them? Yes, and do the podcast. No, this is the worst. That's not happening. Um, Let me tell you about fortune cookies before we call the in-house cafeteria. Okay. Did you ever stop to think that someone writes what's inside of fortune cookies? Yes. You? (laughs) I mean... I take um, it for granted. Wait, let me think about that. Um, yes? I just kind of figure it grows inside of the cookie. I don't know. I don't think that there are people saying, hey, Bert, how was your day? Terrible. I bet there are college kids. Can't get a fortune together. Who are doing this as their summer job. It seems like dogs do it, too. Like anything could be trained to just be like mountains await, flowers in your future. Boom. Done. Fortune. Here's your lucky numbers. Five, seven, twenty-two. 18. They're pulling that out of a Powerball machine. They're using an old bingo popper. Anyway, fortune cookie writers may be losing their jobs to artificial intelligence. It's coming, guys. The computers yeah. are coming. Uh, most of the wisdom on those little little bits do have freelance writers who are paid up to how much per fortune they churn out, Donna. Uh, you want me to guess how much? Guess how much a fortune cookie writer gets paid per fortune that they write per fortune per fortune i don't know a nickel 75 cents all right not bad but at least one company now experimenting with chat gpt to create those sayings the co-founder of the company claims the ai fortunes are virtually indistinguishable from those written by industry veterans i can see that industry veterans (laughs) can you imagine the fortune cookie convention all their name tags and their lucky numbers. And their lucky numbers. <laughs> oh, no. So, wait. Are these people working in China? Right? Because this is a Chinese food thing. I bet it's all over. My guess is it would be all over. Yes, you get fortune cookies at a staple with at Chinese restaurants and when you're getting Chinese food. I got a feeling you could be free. You could probably answer a Craigslist ad. Yeah. And, and yeah. write fortunes by the end of today. Yeah. I don't know. The Maybe largest a, manufacturer of fortune yes. cookies is actually based in Brooklyn, New York. There you go. Look at it. Right? Huh? Confucius say. Right? Don't some of them say that? Confucius like, says. Oh, sorry. We studied Confucius in high school. Did you? Yeah. Very, very, I think I did, too. Wise. I'm sure I did. Okay. Philosophy, right? Uh, Kirk, Kierkegaard. Nice. <laughs> Socrates. I really enjoyed philosophy class in uh, college. I hated it. I thought the teacher was terrible. Okay. It was a night course. I was like, what is this? Like, I need to be high to understand <laughs> what is happening. Well, I'm pretty sure my professor was. Maybe that's what that, made it That cooler. could be the problem. No, it, but it was interesting that it made you, you know... It didn't. He was terrible. Okay. It was awful. Makes you think. Somebody said, there was a professor of mine, Dr. Lamaster, who mm. said, really the main goal of college is to give you the tools to become a better critical thinker. Sure. As opposed to an expert in math and right. two semesters in French and philosophy. Right. But, you know, philosophy was kind of cool. Though they're like, 
you know, think, think deeply. Why? Sure. Let, let's get a little, let's wrestle with some Who's things. Who's the transcendentalism guy? I don't know. Emerson? No. I don't really do the Ta- transcendentalism thing. Really? I don't know. They didn't teach that? I don't think we did transcendentalism. I got to look it up now. Transcendental. It's going to be one guy's name. Transcendental. There it is. Do to do. Thank you, everyone, for your time. Ralph Waldo Emerson. It is Emerson. Okay, yep. great. Thank you. Ralph Waldo Emerson? That mm-hmm. is a pretty solid name. That is. I, I like it. I like Waldo a lot. Where is Waldo? What a, You tell me that book doesn't entertain anybody? Anybody, if I had a Where's Waldo in front of you right now, I guarantee you would open a page and you would start looking. And he'd be right in the middle of Ralph and Emerson. Thank you. We've clearly run out of content. Why don't we call the cafeteria now? All right. Come down for moose soup after. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it's back and cheese. It's always a surprise. Oh, no, it can't be. Your best friends, man. Do you consider us to be two of your best friends? What's up? Do you consider Donna and I to be two of your best friends? <laughs> I mean, you kind of big time me when you come down to the cafe, so. I don't think I do. No, you're good, Donna. Thank you. Steve. By just trying, I don't want to talk you in person i thought we established that oh that you just ignore me and just yeah, yeah act like you're better than everybody this is outlandish this yeah, man is this man is outlandish this is insanity now before you tell us what the soup is we already know it's garbage chili that's fine um we do want to know what the entree is but we have a request yeah can we get sushi i have to have like a half up plan and it's uh it's a big process to get sushi and raw product at your uh, establishment. Um, Health and Food Safety Administration is that what HAFSA means? Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the, the acronym is, we but just, I know it's a step-by-step plan that you have to lay out to have okay. everything perfect. Okay. And I understand. All right, we'll yeah. go down the street when we have sushi needs. Yeah, we don't Let's need ask you. If, no, Don. What? Not him. You want? You really want cafeteria sushi too? If it's your like cafeteria, we love you, Brian. What you make is great. <laughs> I uh, have done sushi in the past, though. Okay. We'll do it again sometime. Right. Um, what are, what's the Andre today? I got a uh, barbecue brisket sandwich on ciabatta oh, with some uh, pepper jack cheese and some homemade barbecue on there. Yes! Oh, my God! Yes! You've outdone yourself. All right. We'll be there in a few minutes. But don't look at me or talk to me when I'm there. Yeah, well, I try, but it doesn't happen. Yeah. So. Bye, Bye, Brian. Go. We're doing a radio show. You're my best friend. Okay, is brisket. brisket pork or beef? It's beef. Damn it. I might have a little. You could have some brisket today. What do you think it'll do to me? You'll probably be up all night throwing up. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't Worth be it. the first time. <laughs> Worth it. Okay, <laughs> yeah, wow. That's so amazing. Okay. That's for lunch. Imagine what he would do for dinner. Yeah, they don't do dinner here. They shut it down. If you work the evening news, uh, it's a cold, lonely place in this yeah. building. Yeah, you got to go to the vending machine. Enjoy your chuckles. <laughs> oh, oh, I just love chuckles. They're great. Chuckles are well, just outstanding. Oh, you guys are super fun. Um, but I've had enough of you. All yeah, right. we're going to leave now. We appreciate that you listen. Thank you so much. Yeah. Seriously, thank you. Whatever. And don't forget to tell us if you're listening internationally. That's right. If you're listening to this and you're obviously not listening live because you're somewhere 
where the in hours different are different. Country, yeah. and the time zones are all good evening, out. everybody. <laughs> and a good morning. Look at you in a bright new day, or a dusk looking day, or a gray day. Wow, it's rainy. Wow, it's warm. Oh, so cold today. Email us. Email us. Don and Steve show at mytalk1071.com. We love you guys. Uh, hopefully, you join us for a little more fun tomorrow, nine to noon. Bye now.